live from New York. It's the Men on Pause podcast. The Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause. Men on Pause podcast. Men on Pause. Yes, and welcome to the unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We are not licensed or insured. That's right, folks. We are your hosts. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z A K A El Modifoca. And I am your co host, the 16th letter, P. Yes, folks, and welcome to episode numero 48. Of course, we go to two-time Cy Young Award winner, Jacob D. Grom. The only 48 for the And, I mean, when I turn 48, hopefully when I turn 48, I'll be having my first liposuction. Well. Welcome, folks, to episode number 48. I don't know who asked for this many episodes, Kel, but they're here. Thank you, Kel. Thank you, Kel, for wanting this, these episodes. We appreciate all you listening. I am currently broadcasting live and direct from Lawrence, Massachusetts. Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, you know, I'm going to say Boston. Beantown. I'm, yeah, I'm out here in, um, you know, Boston. New, New England. New England, y'all. Yeah. Everybody's like, eh, hey, six feet apart, eh? Six feet apart, six feet apart. Hey, it's the guy with the Met, New York, New York Mets hat. Six feet apart. I've seen nothing but Guinnesses and potato. No, I'm joking. Uh, welcome, folks. Yeah, no, I'm just out here uh, finishing up. I'm actually in the middle of finally recording. Bodega, Bodega makeover. makeover. I just paused so that I could get a clap. Let me see. Bodega makeover. Yeah, but they go makeover. Yeah, I'm having fun, man. We just started. We basically emptied out the store. I'm going to go record with a drone. They're going to go record me on a, on a roof. I'm going to go record in front of the Black Lives Matter, on the Black Lives Matter uh, mural that they made, the street, you know, how they painted it on the street. I'm going to do a whole, I'm going to do a segment there. Just a couple of sneak peeks. And if you listen to the podcast, you're getting, you know, sneak peeks into what the show is looking like. Uh, I'm excited, bro. Like, you know, the, like the next steps now is like painting and, and and uh, fixing the floor and uh, and carpentry and building the store. Construction and then, stuff. I thought you were asking me to work. I thought you were telling me to go work. No, no, I would never do that. I would never make plans for you. <laughs> Congrats, brother. It's all going to be good. I've seen it. I think it's positive. We're doers on the MOPP. And, you know, I support it all the way, man. I know that this is what we always talked about, you know, the health of our youth. And so they don't grow up on quarter waters and uh, 25 cent potato chips the way we did. Yeah. So I mean, look, I, it's I about just, putting our it. money where our mouth is. I mean, eventually I will bring on Men on Pause as a sponsor of the show at some point. 
because we, you know, we're an Emmy Award winning show. That's right, critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. So we're again being the menopause is something that I'm really truly proud of because it's a creation in Room 28. But uh, Bodega Makeover, of course, is like really putting my mouth where my money is, and I'm not an educator, so I can't teach people to be smarter. But I do know how to eat, and I might as well try to find educate. You know, try to find a way to get better food in the hood, bro. You ever go to a bodega and like you're hungry, and it's like you don't see apples and shit. Not that you're gonna eat an apple when you're hungry or anything, but or when you you're a kid, yeah. But you know, right? But you don't see no ordinary shit. Like you just see like fucking like you said, quarter waters and fucking ring things. Because good food is expensive. Healthy food is expensive. It's just and potatoes, right? Potato chips are twenty five cents, fifty cents, whatever they were at the time. So you know, twenty five cents, and that's what they were available. They were so available for you to like just grab them, eat them. And what if, what if... It was a in, snack. It was before... But what if instead of that, you had a fig or a fucking... A, or apple cut or, or like bananas. With carrots and celery sticks or something. Just getting yourself accustomed to eating a certain way. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't lead you down the path of diabetes and high cholesterol. Just saying. So I'm putting my money where my mouth. Uh, so that's why I'm out here in Boston. Scarfing down a burger. Cheese, double cheeseburger. Double I burger. did scarf down a cheeseburger in front of you. It wasn't a double. It was just a single. Again, I'm eating healthier with water. Okay, with water and no bacon. So I'm really going for it. Gladiator, right now. I don't look like a. I'm eating like a gladiator, but I don't look it. I look like the gladiator's assistant. Yeah. I'm like the nigga that. I'm like the nigga that. Right. Like I'm the nigga that carries like all his equipment for him. Not even. Not even. You're right. I'm the one that keeps score and shit. All right. I got you. Speaking of keeping score, well, before we get into that, first let's talk about. We just had a very interesting episode with our friend Rob Rio. Life changing. It was truly amazing. We had a lot of fun. I we got to have an adult, full on adult conversation about sexual fluidity and how gay you are we are I, I, you keep saying this we shit like I, I mean I told you if I, I want to be gay but I can't be gay I, I'm not kidding there's nothing in, I know the, I know what you're thinking because you, I see the look but I'm just saying I <laughs> I wish I was gay I told you that and I told that to Rob I wish I had more options I well I don't know I, I just always thought that if you're a good looking guy gay thank guys you gay. no 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 I'm just saying in general as a rule like if you're a, a good looking guy uh, gay guys should be attracted to you that was one of my ignorant ways as a kid of thinking like if you just a good looking guy and so since I never had gay guys approach me or really look at me I never thought I was a really good looking guy well, you, shouldn't, good you shouldn't think you're a good looking guy okay I don't. Okay. I think I'm sexy, but I'm not a good looking dude you know well that's a different thing because you could be ugly and sexy exactly that's who we are you know what I'm saying you could be ugly and sexy. That's like, who's a, who's an ugly sexy? Who's the first ugly, thing when you think of, chick. like, who's, right, like, who's the first person that comes to mind that you're like, she's ugly, but she's sexy? Well, see, with women, it's not cool because with women, it's like, it's different. Like, what do you mean? Because they have I really have to think about it. With guys, I think it's a lot, because this is the men on pause, so I figure, guys, it's ugly. Like, it's easier to say, like, William Defoe. Yeah, but the, I don't know what's, uh, he's not sexy. You think he's, see, now you're trying to. that's what I'm saying. He's ugly, but he's sexy. Right. He's How do you know he's sexy? You are treading water here, P. I can't see, do that conversation. But see, you're not looking at it as that. I'm trying to look at it objectively. You're but not looking at the guideline that Rob taught us that, that it was between 10 and 15 years older than you. We're just stretching it by 30 or 40 years. And that's just, just his work and everything. The movie's wait, done. I don't even know where you went with this. You really took it. I. You just went from. You just told me William Dafoe is sexy, nigga. Like, where do we. How do we. In a weird way. Like, how, Benicio how, is sexy. In a weird way. But that nigga's not ugly. Oh, Benicio the Toro? Yeah, he's ugly. Okay. Benicio. Okay, yeah. That's 
that nigga is ugly. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. But and he is kind of sexy. You're right. Right? You're right. He did I'll the Heineken commercials. Like, what do you want? He is kind of like, I mean, yeah, I guess. He's kind of like, 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 like he's always brooding. Right. His eyes are never open. And like, only Heineken, uh, only Heineken picks, like, they only pick European cats, like the, the Liga guys. You know what I mean? The soccer players. They never pick any Benicio. I mean, he's Puerto Rican, isn't he? And Benicio? Benicio yeah. del Toro is Puerto Rican. Right. Come on. Okay, but that's the only... Who else? Who else you could say? That's why I said women, because I could tell As, like, ugly... As... But, like, who... Like, to me, the ugliest sexy chick I've ever known, and, I mean, I'm from the 80s or whatever, like, Madonna. You think so? Yeah, Madonna. Okay, if we're going to do... If we're going to do that, if we're going to go... Because Madonna 80s, was, like... Madonna was, like, sexy. You understand what I'm saying? Like... She was like simple. I mean, I was also a horn dog, so my idea is okay. I'm gonna blow you away. Who do you know who my kind of sexy crush thing is? Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. I mean, yeah, Rosie Perez is hot, but no, but I know what you're saying. She looked hurt, you know what I mean? She's going through some shit, and she's you know, but she's like an icon, you know what I mean? Rosie, trying to think of the up there that I have like the hot, like on like that. I don't that isn't necessarily, I mean, like I said, I because I mean, Donna was like probably just like a hormone thing, right? But she was also like never, she was just sex, and but she wasn't like pretty, she wasn't hot. Like right, but you see, then you you want to be Donnie to dress like a boy too for a while. She did the whole suits and that. Right, but so she was, was like, yeah, was but she weird... was. I mean, but justify your love and in Vogue and all that shit and the and the cone Vo- bro. And all so that you shit. said Vogue, yeah. That's what you thought. <laughs> okay, listen, Vogue. <laughs> that's so much under fluidity. Vogue had guys <laughs> in uh, metal concrete slabs. Well, I ain't talking about the oh, why you well, okay, but why you because you just guys. said Vogue in the Vogue video. Madonna, I'm talking about Madonna. But that's what Madonna represents. Diesel dudes, like posing. Diesel the- dudes? No, she doesn't. Look, I'm just saying that at a certain point, point in time. She said like- Vogue. <laughs> said Vogue. That's like the anthem. That's I know that's like, like the, the homosexual song of all time. I get it. Yeah, but- I mean. <laughs> You don't even understand what I'm trying to say. No, I got you. I got you. I'm no, you good. know what I mean. You know what I mean. No, I know. <laughs> Who else? Um, I'm trying to think. Because, like, Sandra Bernhardt, she had, like, a big mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear you. But then, I don't know. There was times where I thought she was just... I, I, I thought the smoking sometimes turned me off with her. Because it was like, I found her really pretty at times. Like, where she used to dress to, like... They had certain movies where she dressed yeah. up. She had her hair done and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, there was a lot of times where she just came out sloppy. And I don't think the cigarettes helped it. Okay. But you're Right, that look that she looked like just like a bitchy teacher sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know? why not? Because like after a certain while, like you, you know, when you ever over porn, mm, like over porn, like you do, watch, yeah, like you get to the point where like you can't be watching like, like blonde, spitting blood and shit, that kind of. Over yeah, porn. like you can't. Yeah. You're not into like good looking women anymore or anything like that. You're looking for like pimples on the ass, pimples, stretch marks. Uh, like, and this is and this is again, this is before HD. You. You know, for you to get your hands on like homemade videos, oh my god, that what? was so the hot. POVs, yeah. Yo, I mean, your homemade videos were crazy, and the people like they had no business being naked, let alone being in a no, portal. no, but no. it made it hotter, yeah, because it felt like you could do it too. <laughs> like, I shouldn't be watching this, nobody really should be watching this, right? The people that made this don't even really want to watch it, but here I am, no, that's true. And then I would like get like girls with stretch marks and just veins and all that other stuff. I, that's the authentic shit. That's what we like. Like that's what we like though. That's the authentic. Yeah. 
real. So yeah, I, I, I was just thinking about that. You can over porn, and then you get into like stuff that you shouldn't even be like. You're like, yo, I, maybe I should just cool it for like a week or two, so I could go back to like normal missionary stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like when you start putting a belt around your own neck, there's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and then, like yeah, like when you go into a deep dive of like glory holes and like weird, it's dangerous milk, milking tables and shit. You're like, oh, yeah. okay, let me <laughs> start using the pump on yourself too much you know what I mean listen you just like oh at this point it's, yeah it's just it's not you cool. shouldn't come out hurt after is what I'm saying when you're pleasuring yourself right you, you shouldn't, shouldn't have an injury after you shouldn't have yeah, an you injury you should be injured you're right uh, you should be in pure athletic form you know what I'm saying like you should and speaking of athletic form you like that segue sports my man what is going on with sports sports are opening but they're not opening I mean basketball is doing it right because they bubbled themselves in Orlando right and they can't get in or out but baseball Spending baseball good old good old American white boy baseball they're still uh, traveling from town to town hopping on planes getting on airports and Traveling in and out of Florida because there's like six teams in Florida. And guess what? Half of the Marlins got infected. So now they got to postpone and now they got to suspend games. Do you think the season will go underway completely? Do you think they'll play the 60 games? Well, I'm telling you something right now. Do you think they're going to play the 60 games? I told you before, it's all about dough. And, uh... At this point, I think so. Even with the infections, yeah, this fucking. I think so. They have call ups. The show will go on, man. It's about money and the TV time. What else is TV going to give us? But what about all these people that are? But what about all these people that are coming out infected and now have to quarantine, like in the middle of the season? Like, what about that? How you feel about that? I feel that if they don't want to play or they don't feel like they should play, I respect it. But it's... now if they're getting infected, don't you have to quarantine the whole team so those games are getting postponed, aren't they? Or suspended? Or what's that? You know, like, I don't understand. I don't see how the league is actually going to be able to carry on or actually move forward. You know what I'm saying? They're going to make baseball an indoor game. Watch me. They should bubble. And the NFL doesn't want to bubble either. And I think they should bubble too. I think if they go, they decide a neutral place, everybody plays at these at this places and they don't travel in and out of it and stay there. Well, the problem with the bubble is that how expensive it is. You know, they don't want to waste money. Think about all these college sports coming up. The SEC, the ACB, the, you know, all the, the big time uh, NCAA conferences. Oh, you, oh, you mean all the these kids? Oh, you mean all the, all the kids that have no choice? That right. Aren't, the that aren't players. paid athletes? Exactly. That are being pressured from their schools so they can fulfill their college their college career, which, by the way, nobody's doing classes in colleges, like in, in class yet. Like everybody's still Zoom. Like, what's going no. on? Like, what are we doing? They're scheduled to start. Doing? Certain colleges are scheduled to start, though. So. I, it's, but it's like, come on, man. What are we doing here? Nobody wants to, like, the, the, the disease is going up in states. And we're like, oh, yeah, let's just, we're going to close down when it's only 3,000. But we're going to open up when it's 4 million. How does that make sense? This is not a political show, but at least 45 is wearing a mask. That's all I got to say. Now, now, after he made people think that they had to protest and not wear a mask. Like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck? Baby steps. Yeah, I mean, this is not a political show, but God damn it, bro. Like, we got to care more about our people than we do about the economy. Like, if we wanted to, we could just freeze everything and just keep the frozen. Oh, uh, you know, landlords still got to pay rent. Okay, who do they pay rent to? The bank. Who do the bank banks pay? Nobody. <laughs> the banks can be like, yo, we could cancel this shit this month. Or whoever the fuck it is that gives out the fucking mortgages, whatever it is. People the that are paying become heroes again. And the what? The essential workers become heroes again. They get the bullshit clap at seven. 
Yeah, what happened to that? Told you. I didn't even get hazard pay. And the misinformation that's out there, people thinking that just because you're an essential worker, you got hazard pay. Let me tell you, you are Bullshit. very much, Many of us were out there working regularly like we always did from the beginning, like my friend P over here. And some of us were working hourly like we always did and having to fucking have these crazy fucking schedules where you're only working, you're working 12 hours a day so you don't have to come back five days of the week to complete your 40 hours. Do you understand what I'm saying? Shifting your life around. Shifting my life around. And where's my hazard pay? Where's my fucking clap at seven o'clock? Where? Let's, let's ponder on that for a second. Have a moment of silence. Let's have so a moment of silence. Yo, shout out to, in the moment of silence, I want to just give a shout out to <laughs> Lou Williams real quick for leaving the NBA bubble to go visit a strip club. That's not all heroes wear capes. Baller. That's We're baller. also talking about the guy that was living with two girlfriends. Remember that? Baller. Remember that? I like that. I don't, I don't remember it, but. Yeah, baller. he had two girlfriends. Look it up. Google it. And they knew about each Jim other. Baller. This, I mean. Wow. You know I mean? Him and That's his girlfriend, love. they had a girlfriend. So he asked to leave the COVID, to the COVID bubble and ends up at Magic City in Florida, wherever it is, and now has to be quarantined for 10 days. But you know what? Those must be the most... He's like one of the last people to know what it being at a strip club is like. You know what, what? I'm saying? People don't know that no more. I heard it. I think in Texas they were having drive through strip clubs two minutes. Well, if you go to Washington Heights, you just might run into a strip club uh, show right in the street. You know, nice. right in there. If you go up to Inwood, they had a nice little show out there on, Dy- on 207th Street. Sorry, not Dykeman. It's not the same thing. Whatever. Up there, they were there was a chick she was dancing on a car titties out the most disgusting thing out of everything is not the loss of dignity or the loss of respect that the young girl lost but it's the I, fact that we were no, there or that or that even worse she was barefoot on the street uh, fucking disgusting Ugh. <sighs> stepping like dancing on rat piss uh, so yeah so that's uh oh wait that was not even a moment of silence i talked all over that moment of silence sorry p well, we had it before that it's cool yeah it's cool we move uh, on we move yeah, on we don't do move on so you know what i think we should move on to our next segment let's do this let's do it Yes, folks, and welcome to Rewind Time. And today, our Rewind Time is 1996. All right, folks, we're going to be honest with you. This is not one of our favorite segments as far as personally. 1996 was not a great year for us personally. We graduated high school and thus forth, thrusted into the real world. Not cool. 96, I mean, listen, it is what it is. Everybody had their, um, whatchamacallit, everybody had their ups and downs and all this other shit and graduations and breakups and, and, and love life and all this other stuff. You know, for us personally, like I said, it, it really didn't go well. Uh, well what happened? To, wait, wait, Pete, did you go right to college? Did you go right to school? Yeah. You went right to I, school. I had to because scholarship reason of the thing. You right. had to go immediately because of AIDS and all that shit. Because you had AIDS? AIDS, yeah. But yeah, I had financial aids. Oh, financial <laughs> aids. Aid. Oh, different aids. Damn. Okay. I told you I was. You know, yeah. 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 I had scholarships to put. But '96 was an amazing year for the arts, for music, and for movies. And you know, here on the Men on Pause podcast, we love some music and we loves us some movies. Let's start with the. What do you want to start with? Music or movies first from that year? Movies. 
Let's start with Mook. So that year we had Romeo and Juliet, Garbage. right? With Leo and and Johnny Legs and Claire. I Dane. never saw it. I never saw it. Oh, you never saw it? And nigga says I saw bits and pieces, but it was just it was too much. I no, it. I thought it was. I thought it was. Uh, it's Alice Shakespeare. In Wonderland. Yeah. Jerry Maguire. Show me the money, Jerry. I saw the main parts of that. Any movie, movie with my name in it. I hear you. Twister with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. I saw it once. It was in uh, Primal Fear with Ed Norton one. and Richard yeah. Gere. One of my favorite that was movies. A great movie. That was a great movie. He flipped. Uh, yeah, yeah. That he flips it at the Ed end. Ed Norton yeah. flipped it. What do you call that? Spoiler alert. Uh, all yeah, right. it was... um, a Time to Kill. Of course. All right. That's not that quality. Bullock. And and you got Sam Jackson, and you got all right, all right, all right, all right. And that's why I said that's quality. Fear. Do you remember Fear? Remember uh, Mark Wahlberg and Reese Witherspoon? That actually was what put him on the map when it came to that teenage heartthrob deal when he did the tattoo. It was. And your boy Grissom. Who? That Grissom. Who's Grissom? Was the dad. He was uh, Reese Witherspoon's dad in that movie. Marky Mark. (gasps) Grissom. Uh, William Peterson. Yes. Grissom. Okay. Sling Blade. (laughs) Okay. Okay. No, Darren. Yeah. Uh, Space Jam. I never saw Space Jam, to tell you the truth. I know of it. I saw clips and bits Oof. and pieces, but I, I was too old. Space I was Jam already 19. Uh, well, actually, you're right. I took my brother. And it was Michael Jordan, too. That's yeah. why I couldn't watch it. Yeah, he I took my little brother. He, with the Knicks. He took my little... I mean, Patrick Ewing was in the movie. so that I know, I know. But my and brother... that's why I saw bits and pieces him. of it. But yeah, my brother was like Michael five. Jordan. Yeah, my you have an excuse, but Michael Jordan scarred me for life because of the Knicks. Not we're not even going to talk about. I mean, because '96 was the year again. We like we said personally, exactly. it was sucky. It was the year they went 72 and 10. His personal best year. Anyway, exactly. Let's go back to where our comfort zone. Fargo. Fargo. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, there's a TV show on it now. So right. First Mission Impossible with your boy. By then, I just wasn't into him. Train Spotting. I remember it, but man, uh, Scream. That first. I one. I think it's. I it don't was know good. Why. They killed Drew Barrymore within the first five minutes. I was like, whoa, what kind of movie? This? So you know what I find it I, I just it turned into something different, but at the time I feel it's like just one of those chick flicks. I felt like it was a chick flick. No, I believe and, and but the thing with me was it was like they promoted her throughout that whole movie, like yo, come right. and see Drew Barry. And they kill her within the first ten minutes of the movie. It was wild. Right. Happy Gilmore. Okay. I'll it's one it of the that, that I love Happy then, Gilmore. Yeah. Shooter McGavin. And uh, because you know who's in that Apollo. Oh, Apollo. of course. That's um, the only reason I like you because of Apollo. Carl Weathers. Of course. Don't be a menace to society while drinking your juice in the hood. Classic. That, that title in itself is a funny story Classic. for us. One day we'll tell it. <laughs> Age, sex, hell yeah. <laughs> Desired salary, one million dollars. <laughs> From dusk till dawn. Wow, this is a top nah. ten movie just because of Salma. Yeah, that was a that was yeah. The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. You ever seen that? I, I love that movie. Did and the Cable Guy. That was a classic. Just it's a because movie. it is. And then of course The Rock with Sean ah, Connery and, and your Nicholas boy. Cage. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage is here. Nicholas. How last? You know, yeah. Well, Sean, Sean, it was, I believe, is one of us last movies. It was good, though. We were just talking about this movie. The Birdcage, Agador Spartacus. We love that movie, too. Love it. Robin Williams, Nathan Lane. 
great movie. And another Robin Williams movie came out that year, Jack. That was sad. It was a creepy movie. Yeah. It was creepy to me because it's like, he's he's an old man. He's a little kid in an old man's body. Yeah. We have, oh, Stephen King's Thinner, Hunchback That's... of Notre Dame by Disney. Oh, Marvin's Room. Remember Marvin's Room? That sounds room? creepy. Marvin's Room is, was, but... listen to this, Diane Keaton, Meryl Streep, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Powerful. Daylight. That's weird. Oh, Daylight was good. I saw that with Great Robin. movie. We got to get out of the tunnel. We got to get out of the... T- we got to get out of the other water. tunnel. This is too much water. It's filling up really fast. Got to go to Philadelphia. Executive decision. That was a class. Well, see what pissed me off. About, is that the one executive decision? Is that Steven Seagal gets killed my, within like the first half? That's hour. what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, that's what pissed me. Love it. Trying to see who the bad guy was in that executive decision. Yeah. Good lord. Uh he always plays an. He's. I think he actually is Persian. Uh God, he plays a general a lot in movies. He's always a bad guy. Ah uh, Lord, he wears eyeliner in that movie. I can't remember. He does. Yeah, one of the hijackers. Man. I don't remember what it is. Oh, yes. Juan Fred. Actually, he's Dominican. There we go. That guy's Dominican. People do not know that. that we're talking about Juan Fernandez. Um, Juan Fernandez de, de Alarcón. Oh, okay. Yes. Anything Alarcón is like foul. It's crazy. Um, no, he's a big time Dominican actor. Yes, yes, you're right. All right. So executive decision. That was a great one. Let's see what else we got here. One of our favorite. And then Oscars. the movie of all movies. My heart will go on. Near okay, that's enough because we don't have enough copyrights. Titanic. I I actually did see that movie and I just didn't find her pretty enough for me to die like that. I know who you found yeah. pretty. Remember Dunstan Jackson? I remember the, with the gorilla, with the chimp. The monkey, yep. And it's uh, Jason Alexander from Seinfeld. Set it off. Man, this is a big year for oh, movies. Boy. A thin line between love and hate and probably the greatest movie made of all times, your favorite movie, Biodome. <laughs> <laughs> Two great actors there, one of the Baldwins, Amazing. and of course, Mr. Paulie Shaw himself, one of my favorites, the Weasel. Now, music was another story in '96. I mean, are we gonna go? Do you want to go with pop? Do what do you want? What are you looking at? What are we looking at? All music? Are we gonna look at hip hop? Are we? What are we doing? We're gonna look at what was important to us around the time. So we're gonna let's just say hip hop for all now. All right. So all right, let's go. Boy so, bands pop up by mistake that we know how I to. Got you. We know the songs. I got you. Sing along to. I got you. So Outkast came out with their album. Good album. Uh, Elevators. If your girl only knew, Aaliyah. Mm. You're making me high, Tony Braxton. That was a good song. Woo-ha. I got you all in check. I, I love that Busta Rhyme song, by the way. A lot of people did. It was a bit, one of those bangers. Unbreak My Heart. That. By Tony Braxton. Heartfelt. You're the one. Many. You're the one for me. SWV. Mm. Jamiroquai came out that year. Virtual Insanity. I remember that guy. Remember that? Well, he was on the treadmill. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everybody thought it was cool. He was just walking on a treadmill. I um, understand him. I had never seen a white dude with dreads before. I'm trying to think of anything else. Not, I mean, Nas was big that year. His album was out, right? Was Yeah, that was a good year for him. I'm trying to think of who else was out at that time. Oh, Last Night from As Yet. Last Night. Oh, shit. I was inside of you. Oh shit Last night While making love to you And then he goes into the Lucky Charm shit I saw the sun The moon 
The mountains and the rivers, I saw heaven when I made sweet love to you. If you ever say uh, somebody got carried away, somebody got carried away. There. If you listen, ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, remember Crush on You by Little Kim? I know you well, heard me on the radio. Mm, yeah, that was dope. <laughs> I know you see me on the video. Huh? I know you probably... Dun, 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 dun. All right. Maybe I should remember the word. All right. I mean, that was pretty much who was big at the time. We had Busta Rhymes, Little Cam. So, 96 was a good year for the arts. It was a good year artistically. A lot of great movies. And we just did, like, the basic... Gen- like, because the comedy genre had a whole bunch of movies that came out that year. But, yeah, 1996. The year, as far as, like, just comedy, too, I think. Like, a lot of uh, stand-up and a lot of, like, those HBO specials. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. those comedy specials coming out there was live age still going on a lot of a lot of that oh I you're talking about that. um you're also talking about uh comic relief remember that there we go comic relief with all the comics we get together every year for homelessness yeah, yeah, yeah. i thought they ended homelessness hmm. <laughs> well there you have it folks that's our rewind time and the year was 1996 <laughs> Yes, folks, and that was this episode's Rewind Time. Rewind Time. You know, that voice is still angelic to me. That voice, I hadn't heard it in a little while. And I know every time I get to do, like, hear that, there's like, you know, there's a little, there's a little R&B singer inside of me that goes, you could have. You just... You didn't want to. I picture you more like, you know, like... Like a hybrid, right? Like rapper, singer, Drake? I wouldn't put Drake at your level. You hear what <gasps> wow. I said? You heard that. You wow. heard that. I, wow. I see you more as like, a, you know, like a Gary Sharon, like a Axl Rose, like Ooh. that. Yeah. You just wanted me to hit a high note right now. Like a you Bon Jovi. Like, <laughs> like that. Something like that. That type of shit. Yeah. I wish I could really sing like that. That was like weak. You got to put your nuts into it. <laughs> anyway. So any last words, P, for our fans? That was uh, that was fun. 1996. I mean, personally, we were both. It was a little bummed out when we really thought about it. Like, do we really want to talk about this? But there were so many great movies that year. So it was fun. You know? There was a lot happening. It's just, you know. We, we just had to mature that year. It was high school was over, real world. Mm-hmm. Just to hit us in the face. That was all it was. Happened at a lot of people. I guess. The, you know, our Al Bundy years were over. Yeah, that was the end of an era. Like, we were no longer, there was no parties to go to. There was no school girls to pick up. Like, if they saw you now around the high schools, you were in trouble. You were, you know, yeah. past 19, 19, whatever. You were Tyson Beckford on 14th Street, picking girls up. You know I'm still bitter about that shit. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Other than that, folks, thank you for listening. Please subscribe, hate, listen, vote. I said vote. Vote. <laughs> subscribe, you know. Already rate. voted one of the hottest podcasts this year. I mean, so. critically acclaimed. Critically acclaimed. Award winning. Award winning. We're just trying to like, just what we do is bring relief from the real life. We're not, we're, we're, there's certain, right now it's a little tough because there's certain subjects that we just won't, don't want to talk about no more. And we're not going to talk about, we, we slipped up and talked about certain things on certain episodes that we kind of had promised ourselves that that was what we were doing this for, right? We were doing this as an escape from talking about certain people and politics and religions and all that other stuff. But you know, it's not part of the movement. No, but we do provide a service. We are aware of that. So. And it's free somehow. For now. But really, is it free? Really, is it free? I mean, yeah. Because we're not getting paid. 
but to them, but not to us. Right. That's right. You know? So please make sure that you take all of this free knowledge that we're giving away, you know what I'm saying? And use it to fulfill your lives and build an empire. Yeah, something like that. And then come back and tell us how you did it because we don't have no idea. We'll let you know if we figure it out. Right. <laughs> Whoever gets to it first, we'll let you know. We won't be doing no fucking podcast like this. I'll tell you this much. We'll be like, yeah, we're on a boat right now. Uh, There's nothing to talk about. Like, yo, the water's really blue. The sky is really blue. Yo, it's hot, right, Pete? It's hot out here? A little bit. Just, uh, hey, man, how's your drink? That's a, that's the conversation. That's how it will go if we were, you know, rich. Soon. I mean, Soon. It's critically acclaimed. And you know, anything that's critically acclaimed makes money. It has money. to be. Yeah. Well, folks, that has been another episode of the Unofficial Men on Pause podcast. We're not licensed or insured. Yes, we have graciously been your host. It is me, Jerry D. I A Z A K A N Movi Boca. I am your co-host, the 16th letter, P. Now, to quote the great Robin Bird, I will say this. If you ever find yourself alone in this world, remember... You always have us. That's right, biker boys, ride or die. Burn rubber, not your soul. Until next time, folks. Vaya con Dios. Deals. Part cheesy.